Woo! Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. Um, January 18th, I will be at Solario Brewing Company with the Buddy System. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, Frankie Oi, Cody Decker, Hannah Roch, Rouch, whatever, sorry, um, George Ferrito, Aaron Chase, uh, and William Henderson and myself will be there making funnies. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's at a brewing company. It's uh, the weekend of my birthday, or um, yeah, it's it's the weekend of my birthday. So uh, whoever wants to watch my set and then get turned with me, feel free to join. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, uh, March fifteenth, I will be at the world famous Ice House in Stage Two via Dave McNary. Uh, gonna be gonna be a lot of fun too uh i just actually went to uh jay calderon's uh uh, ice house show um that just happened and uh just to kind of get catch a feel how how it's gonna be when i when i do my thing uh up there uh or i just kind of wanted to see how the show went just so i could be a little more um uh so i could understand more of how it's gonna be you know, just to feel, 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 get the feel of the show. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, you guys. It, you, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm not nervous yet, but I know I will be. Um, the good thing about w- me right now is like I feel comfortable with my uh, grade A material. Usually, I, I, well, I, I don't want to call it grade A, but it's like grade A for me. It's the, the best that I got right now. Uh, it's jokes that I know work and they've worked in front of crowds plenty of times. They, they don't always work in front of comedians cause I do them in front of them all the time, but, uh, in front of like unsuspecting crowds, uh, the jokes that I go, go through right now are, I, I'm remembering them. Uh, and, and I forgot who it was. I think it was Burke Kreischer was talking about, I forgot another comedian that had told them like about, uh, taking notes. Uh, on stage or whatever it's um the jokes are in your brain you just have to remember them you know that i've done them so many times but i see this is where where this has become a problem is um i get used to writing a set list and taking a set list uh on stage with me or taking notes or whatever and taking those notes on stage with me and uh i i, I become so dependent on my notes that i kind of don't one i don't let loose and then two, it, it just, uh, it's it's kind of a weird reset where I have to always go go to the stool where I have my notes and then I have to look through the notes. And it's kind of like to do that every single time, but I'm doing the same jokes is a little unprofessional. You know, if I'm doing the same jokes all the time, uh, I shouldn't have to look at my notes anymore. So I kind of forced myself out of that yesterday at Worthington's, uh, which... Uh, it was surprisingly easy. I just kind of had to remember my jokes. Like, I mean, I just had to remember the order, and that was it. And then, but I did look at my notes when I was like, because I'm also working out new stuff as well. Because I need to fill time. I not just fill time. I want to fill time with jokes. So you know, I I, I wrote a one-liner and here and there, and uh, went with a couple premises. And uh, I had a good time last night, honestly. Like, I think the, this whole creative process is my favorite part. But it's also the it's the most difficult part of being a comedian so far is 
is uh, writing and coming up with things uh, on the fly or whatever. Or it, it's just writing and working it out is is that's the tough part of of being a comic because uh, it's not like writing a song and you you know you, you can write a song and and people will like it and you sing that song uh, the same way over and over again. Uh, it's different with comedy because crowds don't take things the right way sometimes and you have to work that out uh that's the only problem about working things out is is um a lot of the things that you do you you might have a a good premise and you have a pretty decent joke however um the wording might be wrong so you kind of want to make some changes and a lot of those times those changes are very subtle uh, so it's kind of like when someone gains or loses loses weight in your home, and you don't really necessarily notice it until like someone points it out. Like for example, my daughter is getting big. You know, she's a five months old. I remember when she was barely born, she was this little peanut. You know, she was tiny, and now she's this big infant. She's not huge, but she's like this. You know, five months. You, if we took a side-by-side photo of when she was like about a month and now uh, five months and we didn't notice that she got that big but someone who hasn't seen her you know that often whether it be like a cousin or whatever an aunt uh, who saw her when she was a, a newborn now we'll see her at, at, at like five and a half months and they, they freak out like, look how big your baby's gotten but we haven't noticed because we always see our baby we don't notice all the growth and we you know because we're too busy you know uh being present in her in her in her life and trying to take care of her and all that stuff but yeah um one of the things that's different is is i'm trying to approach because i do have some material that is uh it, it can be i can see it being perceived as anti-gay i get it um, so I'm trying to word because it's not in any way, shape, or form anti-gay. Like it's not, um, but I can see how it it might um, be a little. Uh, it might get misconstrued, and and that's kind of dangerous, especially since I'm gonna throw it in the middle of my act somewhere. Um, but yeah, like like uh, I'm working on wording it to maybe not come off as as homophobic or whatever because i'm i'm not a homophobic but so i was thinking of of admitting that i used to be homophobic but i'm not and this is true actually uh, i used to be uh afraid of the gay movement i used to it, it was mostly because of my upbringing it was very confusing for me and for some reason i was i was told that you know gay people are bad people or whatever it might be or that that i needed to be against them and uh, uh, that's messed up. So I, I definitely changed my thinking in that sense. Um, but yeah, I, I, I maybe want to mention how, how I, I maybe used to be homophobic and how I'm, I, I really am not now. And even though it's going to sound like I'm convincing them, but like what I'm saying is going to come off uh, both ends. Like it can be considered um, like uh, supportive towards the gay community or it can be uh sometimes you gotta act very ignorant it could be very ignorant on my end towards the 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 gay community has nothing to do with hatred it has nothing to do with anything negative in any in any way 
Um, it's mostly my ignorance because they're really stupid jokes. And I honestly wish that I didn't have to tell them. <laughs> like, I wish I could have came up with better stuff. But it's just like sometimes your brain can only come up with so much. And, and you can force it and force it. And I'm still a rook. So it's kind of hard to, to uh, uh, come up with anything better than that right now. Uh, so it's not in any way, shape, or form good material. It's not killer material. I mean, it, it's done well, uh, but it's not necessarily. It's not great material. Like I, I can never see the greats doing the type of jokes that I'm doing on stage. Like I can't see that, and it's okay because I'm nowhere near that level. Not even close. I'm st I'm just getting started. I just opened this box up and I'm barely digging through and there's no way I'm going to get to the bottom that quickly uh, it's going to take a while and honestly in it, so far I've been okay with that I've been alright, I, I know that it's going to take years it's going to take decades you know, uh, we're in 2020 this shit might, I, I probably won't even be someone or something significant until like 2040 you know 20 years from, who knows uh, we, we have no idea. Like it's, it's, it's going to take a while, especially since, uh, technology is adapting and, and a lot of things are becoming, uh, saturated and trying to find mediums of which way in ways we can stand out as comics. Um, but that's, that's also, it's, it's just, I, I need to put time in. I'll talk to some guys that have been doing it for like four years and shit, and and they uh, sometimes, not always, there are some who are humble and they'll be very kind, not kind to you, but they'll definitely be more helpful and they'll be more understanding that you're new and you're not going to be a, an amazing killer right away and that you're going to have a lot to learn. Like those people, I, I, I respect 100% uh, because they're not going to judge you based on not being good because everyone knows that uh, that beginners are not good they have a lot we have a lot to learn uh so for example someone like george uh, george frito i i uh respect his opinion a lot because he he's not the type of person that's gonna attack you and be like you weren't funny he everybody knows when someone's not funny uh, he, and if it'd be stupid to think that the comic can't feel when he's not funny you go on stage and you don't really hear anything even if you get a chuckle here and there that's you have to know that that's not a good response it's not the response that you wanted you wanted a response where you're making people laugh more than when they're not uh and sometimes that doesn't happen you just have to figure out a way like for example i think i like what george says sometimes where where um comics or or whoever might be might get thrown into a situation that they're not really ready yet uh they're not really ready for yet i mean for example like i wouldn't know how to deal 100 percent with hecklers so right now what i've been doing is i've been watching a lot of youtube videos on the way professional comics handle um hecklers and and stuff like that and and uh i'm not saying that it's it just kind of gives you an example of of how to handle a situation like for example they a lot of comics uh when they hear a heckler they, they let the heckler talk a little bit and make them make them dig themselves into a grave and you just have to be smarter a lot of the times 
um, what I noticed, hecklers are always more under the influence than everybody else. They're always super drunk. And if you stay sober, it's easier to come back like someone who's drunk because they're not, you know, they're not as tight as you should be. Uh, so with that being said, like I went on stage yesterday, almost basically completely sober and I, I, I still fumbled like my words. I think I accidentally called my wife, my mom, and that was bullshit. I hate when I say that shit. It can't, I can't stand when I fumble my words like that because it really throws off like, uh, it, it really throws off my momentum of the joke right when I have to correct myself and then try to move forward. Cause then people are just like, um, they, they don't they want you to be perfect right away and that that shit would never happen it, it, name one professional where you're perf- perfect right away you have to make mistakes and you have to learn from them you know so i i think um as comics we're very stubborn and prideful so when someone gives us notes or advice or whatever someone who's been doing it a little bit longer than us um we might take it as as offense and be like no i know what i'm doing but the truth is None of us that are doing it in the beginning right now know what the fuck we're doing. None of us know what we're doing. We have no idea, but the thing is we're trying to grow and figure that out on stage. And it's happening. For example, you see it with Jonathan Tynes. You see it with Stephen Roth. You see it with myself. We've grown a lot based on from when we when we started. Because when we started, we were at a certain level where we were a little more angsty. We tried a lot of the things that we thought we were supposed to be doing, but yet it didn't help us at all. Like going, not even being, not even having dark jokes, but just going after the shock. I don't know how many times I've done it and I've seen other comics do it as well, <clears throat> where, where it's more about shocking the crowd instead of making them laugh. Um, so like that was one of the things that I did when I first started and uh i have the 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 very probably very repeated story by now where i went to the getaway and i did a a rape joke which is not even something that i have ever wanted to do i never stepped in the comedy thinking that i wanted to have rape jokes i absolutely didn't that's not even the kind of comedy that i want to do um but i got caught up with with scenes like seeing comics like tony ross who will say some out there offensive jokes when it's really not the offensive part that's that's uh that hurts people i I don't know how how to explain this his intent wasn't just to be offensive his intent was to tell a joke that was offensive right or that could be considered offensive um and i was just saying shit that was offensive i was not any way shape or form saying a joke i wasn't saying anything funny nothing funny about what you know uh the offensive shit that i was saying you know i think the joke i I will say i'll I'll say it um just just so you guys can hear how terrible it was and it's so embarrassing that i that i ever said this shit on stage and and uh sometimes you can double down and it gets it's uh, a better reaction in this joke there was no doubling down i think i did try to double down but it was i don't know Honestly, like I said, I did, had no idea what I was doing. Like, I was new uh, at, 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 in comedy, and I had no idea. And I felt like all I needed to do was just be way out there and, and say some really offensive shit. So uh, I think the joke was 
there was a girl on the news. Uh, so there was a group of friends that were jumping off a bridge in onto the river, which is like real white people shit, you know? Jumping off a bridge and into a river. So it was a pretty high uh, a bridge, I guess, but it wasn't high enough for them to die i guess if they jumped if they jumped strategically and the right way um so see the the story went that there was a girl who was kind of timid and she was afraid to to you know hold up and she was afraid to jump right so what had happened was uh she got on the ledge and she was about to jump, but she did not want to jump. She was saying, no, no, I don't want to jump. And then her friend uh, pushed her off the bridge. And she, this girl, you know, belly flopped and she broke her ribs. She had a collapsed lung. She had a broken spirit. That was a tag, blah, 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 whatever. And she was all fucked up, right? And the, the article that I was reading had the nerve to say that the two girls are no longer friends. Which is kind of obvious, right? Um, and then the joke was, or the joke, this is the part where I tried to make it into a joke, which is, uh, I, I would say, uh, I would pretend to still be friends with this chick, you know? I, just to, you know, uh, lead her on. Like, I'd still go have coffee with her, I'd still talk shit, text. And uh, we'd go to a party and we'll still drink and I'll get her ass blackout drunk and I'll just leave her with someone who's likely to, you know, sexually abuse her. You know, it, so it was really bad. I, I didn't even want to say it. You know, it's so bad. And it, like uh, it's not there's nothing funny there. All it is is just saying something like just way out there and very shocking. And, and uh, that's not funny. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just uh, completely wrong. Uh, to say something like that and try to think that that's uh, done, you know, that's that's the joke that I wanted to say, um, and I I did that joke probably four times, right? And uh, the first two times, two or three times, it was it, I had a pretty okay response, but it was one of those like, oh shit, I can't believe you said that type of deal, and then. Uh, uh, I did it at the getaway once, and people were f- mortified, and and it was just not uh, it was not a good experience. It, like that was the first time that I've ever said things that I, honestly, like I said, that joke or whatever wasn't something that I was that I was. It's not. It wasn't ever gonna. It w- I didn't ever want something like that to be part of my style. It's not my style to just be offensive on stage. If it happens. If I offend somebody unintentionally through jokes that are good, I don't mind that. But I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to be talking about freaking rape and shit like that and joking around about it because I don't really find that funny. Um, and it's kind of hard to, to spin it in a way that, that will be funny. So, um, but yeah, that, that, that's my story of, of saying some ridiculous-ass shit. Um but yeah, like right now, like I have to right now, honestly, I'm having a lot of fun every time I get on stage. I just go with it. Uh, but I'm also still in that creative process. Like I said, I, I, I came up with a one liner last night. I kind of uh, I'm working some shit out. So I'm just hoping because right now I can fill 10 minutes with material 
and only about five and a half, maybe six to seven minutes is is really decent. Like I I I'm comfortable with with like about seven minutes out of the ten, and I can just fill things in with some just bullshit. But I want to come in with some fire. Like I want I want ten minutes of really I I don't want to say like amazingly great material, like nothing but 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 heavy hitters. Cause that's not really gonna happen. Like I'm not gonna have a, a super amazing. I mean, I could probably if I work hard enough, but it's just it's just gonna be a lot tougher to to go through uh, and get like a, a solid ten minutes, um, especially within two weeks. Is that that Solario show is in two weeks, uh, so that one's gonna be a little. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be very like time constrained, and so. It's gonna be. Um, it, I don't. I don't want to say it's gonna be rough, but it's definitely not at the level that I want want it to, or not at the level that I wish I could be at right now. Um, but I'm gonna work really hard to to have that ready, like have a pretty decent set, um, like a pretty tight, good, solid ten uh, when I when I do the ice house, because that's that's a. That's where I kind of want to stretch my legs out and kind of just have have a good time with it and 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 just come up with good shit, you know. I don't want mediocre like it, it's gonna be mildly mediocre it's just simply because I'm a new comic. Like it's just there's no uh, um, there's no avoiding that right now. Like it's just it comes with time when you start to learn how to. Um, talk about things in in ways that like or make your points and and tell your jokes in ways that that um, wouldn't be like a rookie. You start to be more professional with it, and that's gonna take time. And uh, well, the thing is also is like I have a family to take care of. I have a you know daughter that I have to watch, and and it's um, I don't want to say that it's a burden. It's a responsibility, and it's a responsibility that I got you know that that my wife and I got ourselves into and um that's part of of my life now so uh aside from comedy like what's most important to me is my family so i ha- like uh unfortunately like i'm i might have to slow down a bit but like i said like before it's never what's the rush like i'm not in a hurry to make this my my end all be all that that'll come with time Barely year one, and like I would say one, uh, year one and two, I'm just trying to figure myself out as a comic. Get booked here and there if I get the offer. I'm not really gonna be looking for shows to be on. Uh, so I I definitely like it's like if I get an offer to 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 do a show, I'll do it. Um, but that's not my priority, and that that was the biggest difference when i first started doing comedy to where i'm at now like right now that i have a little bit more experience under my belt not too much like i said everything that i'm saying sounds pretentious as shit like if i'm knowing like if i know exactly what i'm talking about i have no idea what i'm saying and i don't have any idea how i'm doing this like i'm figuring it out as i go which is the way it's supposed to be done probably um so definitely it's 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 gonna take some time and and uh like I said, I'm I'm not a, I'm not necessarily in a hurry to get booked. I'm not necessarily in a hurry to make my career work just yet. I just want to have fun, really. I want to have fun. I want to have this this 
thing that I have to escape, and it's something that I love doing, something that I work hard at. And uh, I may not work as hard as someone who's single and and ha- doesn't have a worry in their lives, and they don't, they don't have to come home until like two a.m. in the morning, and they're able to work all night and and do and just apply their lives 100% to to comedy and they're still living with their parents and shit like I don't have that that um that luxury I don't have that opportunity to do so like I have to worry about my other priorities as well like cuz I'm a man first of all like I know this that seems really like lame as fuck to say but like I was raised to be a man that's going to take care of his family so that's what I'm doing first uh so th- it's just going to take a while for me to get moving, you know, when it comes down to, to pursuing it as a career right now. It's, it's like, uh, you can say that is just a hobby for me, but it's a hobby that I want to pursue until I can do, uh, uh, not, not until, cause that's not what I'm going to, when I'm, I'm going to keep going, but it's, it's a hobby that I want it to turn into a career. Eventually. It doesn't mean that I'm in a hurry to make that transition today. Like that's just not going to happen. I'm not going to get uh <clears throat> like I'm not going to get discovered uh uh within the next 3 4 years. Like that's just not going to happen. Um it's going to take a long time to 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 get to that point. And even then it's going to get rough. So um I'm I'm just going to take it I'm just going to take it as 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 good as I can. I'm I'm just going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to try to figure myself out as a comedian and then uh, worry about that other business. <sighs> I'm not going to worry about the whole business aspect just yet. That's going to come later is what I'm trying to say. Um, but anyways, uh, that's that's it. I, I have to get going. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you are listening, uh, remember I will be at Solario Brewing Company on January 18th. Uh, come party with me. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, March 15th, I will be at the world-famous Ice House on stage two having a grand old time. All right, friends. Thank you so much. Peace.